This is the Breakout Media Network. Even um, the money changers in the temple, he didn't tell Nero in hell, he just flipped the tables. That's true. But yes. I I mean, that's what, he didn't walk around saying, you're going to hell, you're going to hell. And our, our, our faith is supposed to make us to be in what we believe and walking the walk is trying to be more like Christ. And, and that's, he didn't ever walk around talking about, who would you like to rape? Nice. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yo, I just heard your review of Chinese Democracy, and uh, I disagree with you, man. I think it's a great record. I think it's like a throwback. You can tell it took this long to make this record. There's a lot of craftsmanship in it. Uh, you know, once again, Dave, not willing to give anything a chance, <laughs> saying he listened to half the songs and half of those. You know, this goes back to the Deer Hunter again watch half hour of the movie oh it sucks I mean you gotta seriously buy this record and sit down and listen to it all the way through at least twice no to understand this record and, and give an honest review of it you can't just listen to it and say oh it sucks I think Mark kinda liked it I think he was he didn't have the balls to say it <laughs> but I think Mark was starting to see the light on it I know you know his voice is terrible and everything but you know what Mark's at least voice? he had the balls to tell the record My hey, go fuck yourself it's not done yet I'll put it out when I'm fucking ready. Go fuck your mother. And I like that. I'm not a huge Guns N' Roses fan, but I appreciate this record. With the shit they put out today that takes five seconds to fucking make, at least this had some fucking craftsmanship to it. That's all I got to say. Peace. Okay, Het. If I'm watching a movie and I'm... 30 minutes into a two-hour movie... And you're not into it yet? And it sucks ass already... You can make a movie good in 30 minutes. You can get someone into a movie in 30 minutes. That's fucking ridiculous. I agree. If I listen to half of a CD and it sucks balls, I'm guessing the other half is going to suck balls too, and I'm not going to waste my time to listen. You shouldn't have to listen to a CD twice to realize it has at least a little bit of goodness to it. I listened to the tracks, almost all of them. I didn't listen to like last four because there was like 700 tracks on the CD. Yeah, there was a lot. I listened to almost all of them. All the way through the first chorus, all, all the way through the first verse and into the chorus, and then back into the next verse. Long enough to see what the song was going to sound like. Yeah. Right. And they all sucked my balls. <laughs> it was some of the worst shit I've ever heard in my entire life. It was a big, like, they just, it, you could tell they made it over a hundred years because it had all kinds of different shit in it. That they all just jumbled together and decided to put out on the it CD. It did. It had several different genres it in it. a bunch of shit. It yeah. was like... You got rap rock on top of Axel singing in the background with some random guy singing over him louder than him. Oh my god, it was awful. Some old school Axel and old school Guns N' Roses yeah. drum machines, like dance music. It was terrible. <laughs> You're a stupid fucking idiot if you like that CD. <laughs> wow. Fish taco. Exploding high five. Welcome to the break room with Mark, Thomas, and Dustin. Cue the theme. Dirty Dustin? Dirty Dustin. I thought, I, he, I thought he was sweet, clean, beautiful Dustin. No, he's or dirty. Was. He's dirty now that he's a producer. Now he's dirty, slutty, yeah. whore Dustin. He's dirty, slutty, whore. You got a crazy teeth fetish or something? Podcasting live from the break room towers in the scrotum of the DFW Metroplex. It's the break room. 
It's the break room. It's the break room. With Mark, Dustin, and Thomas. With Mark, Dustin, and Thomas. What is that? With Mark the Bus, Thomas the Tank, and Dirty Dirty Dustin. Where did that come from? <laughs> what the hell is that? F13 made a new voiceover for the show, and I haven't I haven't made a new intro, so I haven't put it on that. And he gave me several selections there. So That's <laughs> awesome. I forgot he had done that. I thought it was just the final Standard. one. The, yeah. stay, the final cut, and apparently not. <laughs> that's pretty awesome. But uh, that's the awesomeness of F13 for you, right it there. It is. That was the awesomeness of Smoke Voice there. Indeed. It does, it does podcast very well. Thomas the Tank. Tank. Dirty, dirty Dustin. Tank. I wonder if he resumes smoking in his month-long trip to Europe. Hopefully so. It's like it's that, even throatier. need that uh, voice to get down in there deep. Oh, so deep. Just all to I counter know, out the pegging. All I know <laughs> is he owes us a selfie with the break room shirt on. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, him, he does. Stuff and buff. Absolutely. Yes, they do. Indeed. Maybe together. That'd be even better if they could work that out. Yeah. He's over there, right? <clears throat> Probably not anymore, right? He's uh, just he living just, over there. F13, he just got back yesterday. Oh, okay. I think it was yesterday or the day before yeah. that. The F13 app update with Mark. <laughs> Saw it on Facebook. Where in the, the world is F13? Update. Where in the world is <laughs> F13? Dr. Franken-13-Stein. <sighs> so, Dustin, do you have some shitter talk? <sighs> Dr. Franken-13-Stein. Golly. Hello Celebrity <laughs> what do they do with the penis? Have you ever been pelted in a sandstorm? That's a good. That's a good uh, surveying. Whiny baby bitch. Hard. Ain't nobody, so you want to be a player, but your wheels ain't fly. He's sweet. He's clean. He's Dustin. Nobody's gonna listen to this shit. Let's just shut up. Yeah, I guess I have a little shitter talk since we don't have any voicemails this week. We don't. Thanks, Nor- guys, for the questions of the week. They Man, keep rolling in. We haven't heard from Purvis in forever. What happened to him? I don't know. Yeah, Dumbledore. Did, he stopped working. And <clears throat> stopped working and then quit caring about the show, so I guess. So you guys. I think so, man. That sucks. Decided to go Holiday Road and just drive around <laughs> all the damn time. Miss you, Purvis. Oh. We miss you. We do miss you. I love you. How do I? I love you. I love you. I noticed... Uh, Thomas did not reply to my Facebook request for him and our old buddy to get together and do a more than words reunion. Is this shit or talk? No, this is just a random note. Jerk. No, I did not respond to that. <laughs> it happened to come on at uh, the establishment known as a Kroger as I was uh, driving around shopping. So, And you were like, man, I miss those two guys I do. singing. I miss those two guys singing. Singing so. this vaguely homoerotic song, <laughs> just like the vaguely homoerotic video that used to exist. <laughs> it was... Probably less than vague. Yeah, it was pretty homoerotic video, actually. But uh, anyway, shitter talk. <clears throat> so up at Good work. Segue. Up at work the other day, um, we had somebody come in. I was, you know, taking the morning shit that I do up there. Uh, high five to work. Who pays me to take a shit every morning? And um, <laughs> I heard some guy coming in, and he was talking. Flush that, you bitch. Obviously talking on his cell phone, and um, he just needed to urinate, but he decided, I always take the handicap stall, because that's how I am. Yeah. And uh, he <laughs> took the tiny stall next to me, and uh, he's sitting there talking, and he's obviously trying to pee quiet, and by that I mean, like, he's not peeing directly in the water, so yeah. he's probably trying in to the, pee in, in the area, yeah, not exactly. in the water. Yeah, sure, Which, sure. I've done that before, I'm not going to sure. lie. Sure. Um, when you first go over to a girl's house after you just started dating. Sure. Yep. Or, Big you know. Time. Do you masturbate? 
several situations. But anyway. Really? Um, what so, are the situations? I don't know. What if you're on the phone with somebody? I'm skipping like a, that. You know, like a, a vendor or something. Okay, sure. Maybe and you've been on, on hold, phone. and then all of a sudden they're on. Maybe like, on oh, the shit. phone. Yeah. But anyway. What other situations? Uh, you said know. several. There's probably so. several. I can't go through them all right now. I don't know every situation. You're skipping the important pieces of the conversation. That's maybe it was only two. <laughs> New girlfriend and, and that. But uh, so anyway, as he's over there, um, I decided to go ahead and call him out by flushing and letting out a large moan at the same time. And what did the moan sound like? Uh, I don't know. It was something like that. But uh, did anyway, you record this situation. I did not record it, unfortunately. But um, anyway, yeah. you could tell the guy wasn't too happy about it because he, he ushered out of there pretty quick. That's that's slightly more than a moan. Exactly. I made it. I made it known he's in a bathroom because let's let's <laughs> not hide that. But anyway, the other bathroom story I had was uh, that actually, was the, that was the end of the story. It's the end of that story. Mm, that was awesome. just enjoy. Tell you know, again. we've been talking about people. Uh, at least Mark and I have talked about this. That it's odd that people like to go into the bathroom and continue conversations. Quite often, it's two coworkers that continue yeah. conversations. Yes. I had to have one of those today, and they basically like hold hands as they're both urinating and they're sitting there talking. It's just really weird. How about you just knock that shit off while you go in there and just yeah. have your generic ass work conversation okay. when you fucking go back to the cubicle area? But anyway, they'll go in there and do that all the time. But um, anyway, yeah, we did that too. When I've never we were, done that. When we were yes, you have because I've been there multiple times. When we this were, might be the worst show ever. We were doing. The, the break When the break room towers used to be at Mark's work, we would go to the bathroom as we were leaving, usually, and we were talking as we were doing that. Well, it's worse when it's generic speak, when they're talking okay, about fine. database schema and shit. GPS reports. Okay. And, you know, it's How's like, your local baseball team doing? Talking yeah. in the bathroom is talking in the bathroom. It's not near know. the stigma. It's when someone is in a stall that it becomes weird. That's Diary when it's weird. I don't know. It's not as big a deal as you're making it. I think it's private time. Sure, and I'm not usually comfortable with it when I'm the guy in the bathroom when other people come in doing that. So you should be contemplating it. What if somebody has shy bladder? You know, you don't know if code database schema guy has has shy bladder. You have shy bladder. Uh, (laughs) Not really. I used used to kind of when I was younger, but I I think you're making way too big a deal of people talking in the bathroom. Really, that's time for quiet contemplation and prayer. That's not time for talking about how's your local soccer ball team doing or... How's your round ball team doing? Or what's about the weather and how's that going and yeah. stuff? How are things going at work and stuff? Yeah. How are generic reports are you enjoying, going? Are you enjoying the work that you do? Way overrating all Did of this. Did you enjoy your whatever. reporting today? <laughs> yes. <laughs> do you enjoy doing that thing <laughs> that you, you do? Did you recruit some people or did you make phone calls okay. or did you get some business done? Do you like faxing? Because I'm getting business done, but a different type of business. Do you like Do websites? you like faxing is probably <laughs> not something that's ever come up in the restroom before. Do you, do you like getting on the internet? <laughs> Do you like websites? <laughs> Do you remember shooter games? Exactly. Really, though, that's really time when you should be praying and, you know. Shut it. It's time for silent reflection. Yeah, silent reflection. Meditation? Yes. To quote the great Woody Harrelson. That's right. Time for silent reflection. It is. I agree with that. Anyway. But the other story was actually more oh, of yeah. the, the moaning story mm-hmm. that uh, I issued out because there was a guy, uh, again, this was the morning shit. And the guy comes into the Man, stall next to me. Morning shit stories. Yeah, I do, actually. Uh, the guy comes in next to me. Obviously is wow. blowing, blowing out some, some watery shit. You can Runny tell that. Here, um, you know, because you can hear that. Yeah. And each time he's doing it, he's going, Oh! Oh! Kind of similar like, to uh, Orgasmo up at your uh, yes. gym. Up at the gym, I'm yes. like, dude, I mean, I understand it's... 
We know when you got the the tummy ah. issue, it's nice to go ahead and get that relieved. But come on, do you have to let it out like it's a like I don't know? You're getting fucked or something like that? Can you just slightly let out the uh, the excitement about again that? a time for quiet meditation and reflection? A groan or so? Okay, Not maybe a little a like grunt or something. No, I can understand need, when you're in the comfort of your own bathroom, you can groan and scream and whatever. You don't need to if do it's that. Blowing in out of your ass and a diarrhea. If you're I just like, don't understand. Noise, be okay. I don't understand the notion anyway. In in general, like the screaming the the, the need scream? for groaning the scream poop. Yeah. <laughs> well, here. I don't know. Maybe they got painful. I mean, at that point, painful, do, you need, uh, do you need a seatbelt? Like, like scream vomit seems like you can't separate the two. Right. They go together. They have right, to. Right, right. Scream pooping does not <laughs> Revol- seem like... Reevaluate that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, you can separate a scream. You know what I'm saying? You can't... I don't understand how anybody can vomit and not scream at the same... Like, you're, like make it be the full force scream Start at the same time. Start... Scream pooping just does not seem I know, especially necessary. That, especially at all. that over the top, and especially in a public. Yeah. Who wants to do that in his own bathroom? Who cares? But it's weird to do that. When I don't people even are around that, but yeah, that's weird. So, so did you say anything? Uh, no, I didn't. You should have knocked I, on the door. I'm like, you okay bit. in there, buddy? Jump from the square. Hand him a couple of squares. <laughs> We're gonna get through this, buddy. Will this help? Like, just hold on. <laughs> literally one or two squares. Did you toss him a helmet? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tossed him some uh, life preserver, minty uh, anal refresh or something. You should have then started talking to another coworker that was in there. Like, man, don't you hate it when people are like orgasming while they're taking a deuce? It's really weird. How's your it makes it uncomfortable going? for everybody else? <laughs> no one says that for the love of God. What about hopefully those? Your, hopefully your inter- internet connection is speedy today. <laughs> what about those letters we filed? <laughs> Amazing. That was great how we did stuff on the web. <laughs> How do you get business done? The deep web. <laughs> yes, the deep web. <laughs> Did you do right. stuff with data today? <laughs> that may be the most generic question ever. Can you send Did that? you do stuff with data today? Can you send that spreadsheet to my socket? <laughs> Please. Put it up on my screen through my socket. <laughs> All right. Well, on the show today, we have a little uh, check the charts, 20-year music comparison thing that Thomas is bringing us. Thomas the Tank Engine action. Thomas the Tank Engine. We'll do that after this. Damn it, I had a new outfit. The Break Room on the Breakout Media Network. mission on Earth is to stop the Munchoids stealing the Happy Meals. But how? Listen, guys, we break down into microbots to cross the galaxy, okay? Then instead of rematerializing big, let's duplicate ourselves so that everyone gets one of us in their Happy Meal and we'll beat the Munchoids. Each week, there'll be a different one of us in every McDonald's Happy Meal and the box will transform too. Good work, Fry. But hurry, prepare to transfer. Cinema has been around for over a hundred years. Its history is long and varied. Each film has a story to tell, and the 15-minute movie podcast covers the history of cinema through the actors, writers, directors, producers, and themes. Each episode, you'll find out about the history of movies in just 15 minutes. Go to 15mmp.com or check it out on Stitcher, iTunes, or Miro. Hey kids, it's me, F13 from Cinema Diabolica. 
we have a new show called Diabolical Decades. If you haven't been listening to it, this is the kind of gold that you've been missing. Ah, I see. I imagine Jimmy Stewart to have soft hands. But I would have been like, bitch, you gotta go. Oh, thank God. It's just the face of Satan. I thought it was a prowler. Check us out at popsyndicate.net slash cinema diabolica. You played every Mario game. You conquered every Mario game. You think you've mastered all there is to know about Mario. Well, you better think again. New Super Mario World, made possible by the power of the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. You've never faced the challenge of so many enemies, so many obstacles, so many levels. You've never needed help from a dinosaur before. Super Mario World, you get it only with a Super NES. It's part of the growing lineup of games for the next generation from Nintendo. You've got to play it. You've got to have it. You've got a reputation. Now you're playing with power. Super power. We're back to the break room. The eight-time winners of the Marconi Lifetime Achievement Award for Excellence in Podcasting. In go, in go, and go, in go, and go, in go, in. So we're finally going to get a long-awaited train yard with Thomas the Tank train yard tank Just engine. Just give us tank. the comment. Long-awaited. Yeah, I think we've waited. We went for a Thomas segment quite a while. I think we have been waiting to enter the train yard again. We'll hop right and oh, okay. Thomas's caboose. Okay. Not that we don't do that every week. Well, Is it only the engine and then a caboose? Those are the <laughs> yeah. only two options. Well, it's a coal car. <laughs> you're just the caboose and the engine. Yeah, you're both. It's weird. Half and half. Yeah, you're just and nothing in between. Myself. Nah, the, the coal car. The coal fires both of them. It doesn't right. matter. Yeah. What a. <laughs> Can we just get to the fucking what segment? A, what a Who's unuseful train. Uh, it really is. The engine, the coal car. And the caboose. <laughs> Do you need any more than that? Not really. I mean, yeah. The, you want to be transporting something. It's like the train was on Wild Wild West. I'm just not... I don't... know. All right. Who's that puffing down the track? God. It's Thomas. It's time for the train yard with Thomas the Tank. Have your tickets ready, assholes. <laughs> wait, wait. All right, so we're going to do a 20-year perspective. Right. Uh, of? Basically, uh, the top of the Billboard charts, the top 10. Oh, okay. For this week of, obviously, this year, obviously. and then this week of 20 years ago. So April 5th-ish, around there. 5th-ish? Sounds Somewhere good. around there. Doesn't sound like a real day. So, get can it. we get to the topic? Uh, we'll do this kind of similar to the way we've done it before, where we kind of vote on, you know, number 10 this year, or number 10 of 1994. Sounds like a completely new segment to me. I didn't Not know really. this before. Are you being serious? No. Okay. 
Should so, but are you serious? Let's just talk all of our drops all night. <laughs> it's like the weirdest feature ever. <clears throat> so let's start it's with... It's like the weirdest uh, feature ever. Dog penis wine. <laughs> let's start with 2014 of... Uh, of 2014. Let's also play the game Guess the Song as well. So if y'all can... I mean, it's not like a game. We're keeping score. Into the vagina. See if you can guess the song. <laughs> it's not a song. It could be. <laughs> Thriller. Wrong. Of 2014. Genie in the bottle. Genie in the bottle. Out in the chipmunks. I'm wrong. I've been drinking. I've been drinking. Dustin ought to notice this. It's his favorite chick ever. They once? Yeah. Of course, said really wrong, but yeah. Yeah, that's ugly. (laughs) Is it that guy? Beyonce's ugly. Is uh, he the brother of the dude who beat on what's her name? Uh, I have no fucking idea what the song is. Beyonce's ugly. Yeah. It's Beyonce and Jay Z, and the song is called Drunk in Love. Y'all haven't heard it at all? I have not. Neither had I. There you go. What were you just doing? So, what yeah. she did early in the song. <laughs> Singing about bidets, apparently. So yeah, I haven't heard the song at all. I don't give a fucking ass. Well, just giving an opinion. Jeez, Mark. <laughs> it's a little violent there. Hey, I mean, it's okay. It's not... I mean, it's pretty it's much just I'm not into it really standard shitster. Basically, song. on just what I heard, it's not... Swallow a shit like it. It's probably the worst thing she's ever done. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I also want to specify there's like quite a few names on this list that I'm probably going to butcher. So, and I meant to look up how you actually say them, but I don't know. So I did never do that. So, just FYI. So uh, there's that one. And there's there's a not, lot of just not. I don't. Nah. We have number ten from 1984. 94. 94. My bad. Too many years. Matt Hart. What? Math is hard. No. Oh, yeah, math, yeah. That was What's that? Y'all know this song, obviously, right? I've heard it. I don't know the name of it. Or... It's by... It's either Us or US3. It's called Cantaloupe Flip Fantasia. How about Cantaloupe? Nope. It's Loop. L-O-O-S chairs. Oh, okay. Cantaloupe. I didn't know the name of that. That sounds familiar, right? You've heard it before. Yeah, I've heard the song for sure. Back in the day. Sure. I've heard it a ton of times, but never. I've never listened to it the entire way through, and I had no idea who the artist was. Yeah, you US remember the three or vibrations three or from back in the day? Oh my god. I would uh I've never I never would have guessed that group no. name at all. Hmm. So Hell no. So number ten from yeah. twenty fourteen or number ten from nineteen ninety four? I'm gonna go with nineteen ninety four. I'm gonna go with twenty fourteen. Mark, you wanna keep like a loose tally for us over there? I could, but I won't. <laughs> Why are we keeping Thanks. score? Appreciate it. Loose like your vagina. Just see what year wins, sure. Yeah, okay. Not score like who scores, just what's which year. Wins. Scores the more points. It's usually the older year for us. Usually. I'm going to go with 2014. 
Uh, really? Just to be contrarian. And, and what did you go with, Dustin? 94. I have to say 94 in this one as well. Pow. I, honestly, I've never owned either of these songs before. No, but, no me neither. Uh, of the two, that's the one I think I could stand more, more times. Seriously, you're standing by that? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't I'm know. Saying. I think I would listen to the... Uh, perhaps because I've heard that song so many times, I would be more willing to purchase the Bay Once song if I were going... If I had to pick. If you're a dick. Maybe. If you're into the... Uh, I will say that a lot of these I watch the videos too. If you're into the Bay Once look, then I'm sure you love this video right. because it's, you know, her on a beach with water and, you know, wearing skimpy clothing. It just sounds and, terrible. It just... Yeah, I don't like Beyonce's it Beyonce's ugly. I don't like... No. I don't like most... I mean... Very rarely have I even remotely liked anything she does. Some of it's okay, but I'm even not... you celebrate her entire catalog. Not a big fan of most of her music at all. But that other song's not great either. It's just no. a little better than that. That's it. It's, I feel like the other song is very much a background music thing that's yeah, happening when you're somewhere. Yeah, no. you're not going to be jamming that song out. <laughs> not right. like you're riding down the road blasting Going, it from your yeah. stereo. Yeah. Bat! Bat! <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Not a great start to this list. So let's... Uh, why... <laughs> What? Why do you have to bring it down immediately? It's fine. I'm not knocking you. I'm knocking because he didn't create it. Like he didn't create the, the opening segment. He brought mine shit. down. I didn't bring yours down either. <laughs> so they got nothing to bring to it. I'm not talking. All right. So I number that. number nine from. I just said I didn't have anything to talk about. 2014. Josh Groban. Wrong. Is that the thing from Fred Penner's plays? We should all accept Jesus. Well, you can tell everybody. Yeah, you can tell everybody. Go ahead and tell everybody. I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm the man. Yes, I am, yes, I am, yes, I am. I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm the man. I believe every lie that I ever told. Paid for every heart that I ever told. So this is a guy whose name I'm sure I'm going to say wrong, but... I'm, I'm assuming you don't have a guess. No idea. RuPaul. Aloe Block. Hey, you little champion. Heard the name. I've heard this song multiple times. Didn't know who sang it, and I really like the song. I think, <laughs> I think it's real catchy. I like it. I think it's real good. Or if they have to, if he has to pay uh, Elton John for that riff he took off. Probably, as most people do. Yeah. You, you pay for the sample. And then maybe they didn't even Rouge. It wasn't really sampled, but I guess it was a lyric. Which lyric? Wait, wait, what are you talking about? That one. Okay, if it's you can a tell lyric, everybody that this is your song. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but that's not the same. Yeah, but it's not a, pulling it from the same. You can have the same lyrics as another yeah, song. Yeah, but the music, the, the notes are almost exactly. The cadence is almost. You exactly still can't the same. do that. that you don't own cadence or lyrics. Yeah, it's not. No, he doesn't have to do that. I thought you were saying attorney Mark over there. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're, you're saying that he's not a lawyer. I'm the only lawyer. Over no, there? I'm telling you, dude. I know a little bit about music copyright. Oh, pow to you, motherfucker. <laughs> I don't know. That pretty much is the thing. You don't have to stop it. We can continue to <laughs> What? What are you doing? Both of your assholes. <laughs> are you looking for that drop? No. Let's go on to the next song. Oh, my bad. Okay, so uh, that was 2014. Is? 1994. Number nine. It's a tough one. It's obviously Jen and Hughes and Snoop. They, you think this is comparable to the newer song? Yeah, dude. I love this song. I used to no, love this album. I'm saying you like, you like the newer one? 
I like this way better. Somehow, some way, keep coming up with funky ass shit like every single day. May I kick a little something for yeah. the G's and make a few ends as I breeze through. Two in the morning and the party still jumping because my mama ain't okay. home. I got bitches in the living room. <laughs> okay, DJ Mark. So we know what Dustin back. votes, obviously. Mark, why don't we go to you? No, go. Let's go to Thomas. I went first last oh, time. Yeah. I went first last time. The bat. I go with 1994. Jen and Y'all are both wrong. No, we're not. Way back. <laughs> so far, 1994 Greatness. has a lead. Woo! I don't think that's a surprise to anybody. <laughs> it's not a surprise to anybody. No, not really. That new song wasn't bad. I guess I'd have to listen to more of it. I love that song. It's really catchy. It was fine. I'd have to hear more of it, but uh, sorry, Gin and Juice is just the far superior animal. If that first. had been the number 10 2014 entry, I would have gone with it. Okay, so number eight in 2014. I've been, I've been losing sleep. Peter Tork. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that a real person? Half the monkeys. Oh. No. Brian Wilson. In 2014. It's a, uh, yeah. Oh, it's a dishwasher. Dishwall, right? Counting oh. stars? Shut up. <laughs> no guesses, I'm guessing. Other than what you already gave. God. Stop hanging. Stop playing music. Philip Phillips. When you this is Stone Phillips. <laughs> Philip Phillips. Oh. Stone Phillips. <laughs> Phillips' career at NBC to do this. This is uh, One Republic. Oh. A song called Counting Stars. Yes, I didn't like their last hit either. You don't they're, like them at all, as much okay. as I know. I liked their first two albums quite a bit. This is the first thing I've heard off, apparently, their new album. I didn't know they had a new album. Were yet. they too late? To yeah, apologize. Too late. that one. Apologize. Yeah, Apologize is the name yeah. of that song. This is much better than that song. I don't know why you hate on that song I so much. that song much. was okay. There, there's a lot of good things. Their albums both ebb and flow to me, but there's a lot of good songs on both of those first two. I don't know about this one yet. I haven't heard it yet. Anyway... I have a feeling you're both going to vote for the most overrated song of all time, which is number eight on the uh, 1994 list. On the Breaker. The podcast. Yes. <laughs> Sing along, everybody. Dumb and Dumber makes this song win. Not all the recordings are really great. Like Record on the Victrollers. Karaoke hour here on the break room. Absolutely. It's in our high school wheelhouse. Crash test dummies. Was this the same year as Four Non Blondes? <laughs> Could be. Should be interesting. Yeah, it is. That'll get anyone's tail. Well, I'm definitely going to say 1994 on that one. Oh, by a thousand percent for yes. me also. Yes, for sure. Thomas? What a 
2014. Well, clearly 1994 wins I out. I hate that one. Why would I, why would I call it the most overrated song <laughs> of all time and then vote for it? I don't know, Thomas. Maybe you had to change a heart in the yeah. few seconds. No, that song is terrible. Like Mark I hated that song when it was on the radio all the time. Like, mm-hmm. God, I thought it was so mm-hmm. stupid. Mm-hmm. Sound like Sling Blade. <laughs> anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can either of you name a second Crash Test Dummy song? That doesn't matter. That doesn't <laughs> Does take it? away from that greatness. No, it's Everybody's working God. for the weekend. <laughs> You can have a great one hit. Good sure. good call on a song that came out at least a decade earlier. <laughs> you can, yeah, there's plenty of one hit wonders out there. Sure. Yeah, there are, but that God, that one's so terrible. So number right, seven. Number seven of twenty fourteen. Number seven. Okay. The Walking Dead intro. Wait till you're now. We've not yet lost all our grace. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Is this Lorda? Good call, Mark. Do you know the song? I don't. Mark will go ahead and vote for 2014. Just because he named it? I recognize the voice. I know you're a fan of hers. I like the one song. She has some good stuff. I haven't listened to anything else better. I bet you'll recognize this here in a minute. One, the two, to the three, to the four. <laughs> Yeah, this is... Some of the songs are okay. This is definitely by far my favorite of the things I've heard from her so far. This will be the exact second thing I've heard from her. So. This is called Team, is the name of this song. Team? Like hot teen ass? T- T-E-A-M. Okay. So hot team ass. And the problem with doing teenagers, I think, is pretty obvious. Great. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> That's a penis right there. <laughs> You don't recognize it at all? Oh, I'm going to Okay. She likes to talk about we a lot. And Why do you have to like play it until someone acknowledges it? Why not? In all, all of two songs I've heard from her, she likes to use the word we a lot in her songs. <clears throat> okay. All right. Just making an observ- a casual observation. That's, that's an observation. All right. 1994. We were 14 years old. April number seven. Jars of clay, not oh, DC. God, idiot. Sorry, I got my Christian bands mixed up. I lose my way, but still you this song sucks. I agree. I don't really remember this. It seems this. like a song that, that uh, Thompson Tank and Evan Christian would have sung. It is Richard Marks, Now and Forever. Yeah. Richard Marks has much better shit than this. This is terrible. Yeah, but this was what was in the charts. That, that was uh, yeah. the number seven yeah. song on the charts that way. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It seems like yeah. a song that you would like, though. Me? Back in the day? Maybe back in the Harmonies. day, but I don't, I don't, I've never heard this song before. Harmony so. Thomas? There's no harmonies in this song. <laughs> well, it's true. It seems like a, a song that you and uh, Evan Christian want to sing okay. together. This is nowhere near. And Braz's Chain. Should have known better. 
gonna bust that song out instead. So, is it safe to say that both of you are voting for the 2014 on this one? I am voting for 2014. Look yeah, look Thomas at that. Tank. Thomas seems to be rooting for 2014. So I'm going with total overall score, not one for each one. So. Oh, sure. Well, then you keep score. I'm doing it right now. Fine. Oh yeah. So number six of 2014. Uh, well, uh, things didn't crash on me. I make more than both out. of you. Number six on 2014. Mark, can you quit? I'm driving down Firewheel Parkway. (laughs) Or that. (laughs) Did we just hear this and this is the Walking Dead song? No, this is a different one. (laughs) I have to say that putting together 2014, I would thought I would have liked none of the songs. I was surprised about how many of them I do like. This song is so good. This guy's voice is awesome. So this is Bastille, and the name of the song is Pompeii. Named after, have y'all heard it before? Yeah, I've heard of the gym before. Named after the recent uh, failed movie. How? Did the movie already come out? Yeah, it came out in... Oh, man. No way. So that's number six for 2014. It's all right, man. It's all right. Got a, got a, got a half confirmation yeah. there. That's pretty crazy. Hey, I just voted for 2014. You did. You're right. You did. Yeah, it was up it, against uh, crap. So. with organic guitar was works. terrible. So here is number six uh, from 1994. As we stroll along together. The other one. Do you remember the other one? Black Street. No. Oh, oh, excuse me. Do you remember the third one from back then? Okay, there was Voice of Men. There was a group that came out with I swear. Do you remember that group? Extreme. All for one. All for one. That's close. And this one's called So Much in Love. Bad, better step also. Yes. Agreed. Anytime they mimic John Lennon Montgomery, it was better than this. Yeah, true. Because they pretty much ripped. Didn't like, they do two of his songs? Two of their hits were John Lennon Montgomery yeah. songs. Yes. So, 2014 Bastille? I'm going to go with Bastille, yes. Although I do wish the. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll go with 2014. I do also. wish the acapella. Not. Not strong entries Boom. on either side, in my opinion. And 2014, you said it, you liked the song. I said it's okay. Okay. And 2014 pulls ahead by one. Ooh. Why are you rooting for 2014 so much? Why do you hate our high school years? Okay, none of these songs that are in this list were in my <laughs> high school years. 94? You no, were high I'm talking about school, 94? that were a part of my life in uh, high school. Okay, well. I didn't listen to any of these songs. Gotcha. It's too busy listening to so That's more why you're words. rooting for 2014. Huh? So that's why you're rooting for 2014? Well, because I actually like some of the songs on the list. You yes. don't like any of them from 94? Uh, let's see. Is Blue no, in Texas? Not in one of them. No. Wow. Okay, dude, first More of all, words. that's earlier than 94. <laughs> that's just when I knew about it. More Than Words isn't on there? More Than Words is not on there. I'm pretty sure that didn't get lots of critical acclaim. <laughs> is there any Diamond Rio on there? No, there's no Diamond Rio in here. Dude, Country never made it that far up the Country list. Come music. on. Is there any Jars of Clay on there? <laughs> 
No. DC Talk? No. Some Carmen? Shockingly, Christian artists never made it that high Some Sandy Patty? God. (laughs) Okay, so uh, number five on 2014 is uh, a little bit different than the rest. I'll tell you why. Mm -hmm. The Tonight Show. Johnny Carson. Mariah Carey. The snow glows white on the mountain night. Little footprints. Pam Tillis. Who? Pam Tillis. And it looks like. God, so loud. I can't hear what you're saying. The wind is howling. Pam Tillis. I don't know who Pam Tillis is. Roseanne Cash. Frozen? Yes. Man. I haven't even seen that movie. Look at I just, Mark. I just guess. Nailing it. Yes, this song is getting all sorts of critical acclaim uh, from the movie Frozen. This is Dina Menzel. Yes. I don't think that's how you pronounce her name, though. Because I heard because because this is off her live performance at the Oscars yeah. of this. And John Travolta pronounced her name, like, super weirdly. Yeah, so. it completely. It's Dina Menzel is the way I've always heard it pronounced. Okay. If that's not what he said at all. No, like, no, oh, no. It was, his I have was, no idea what he said. It was completely butchered. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I, this I, song's gotten all sorts of crazy acclaim. I still have not seen that movie yet. I've heard either. it's good. People I mean, it's say made it's a, good. a bajillion, it's a bajillion dollars. Pretty, pretty good little film. Is it? Oh, you've I seen it? Say. Yes, I have. Crystal so you it, recognize so. the song then? Uh, I did once it got to let it go. Oh, okay. I didn't recognize the earlier part. Okay. So that was her doing a live performance at the Oscars. All right. So that's 2014. And Number five. There's a song, and where's the other song? 1994. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I won't say Crystal met it. She said it wasn't the best thing Pixar's done, but there you go. Oh. No doubt. 94. 94, up in Kizzy. Okay. Yes, definitely 94. So that will be Although, the second time all three of us vote for 94. I like the Dean Zelda stuff. I, huh? You actually voted for this? I mean, it moves me a little bit more than the other one. Ah, okay. Moves him to Shoop. Baby Shoop. I don't like the song, but... <laughs> we all voted for it. Uh, we have all voted for three, four different things now, yeah. so that's not like the first occurrence. <laughs> there we go. Okay. So number four. <laughs> number four in 2014. Jason. Tiffany. <laughs> really hard to figure that one out. Bruno Mars. Seriously? Jason. Just said his name. What did you say, Jason? Jason. Uh, this sucks. Jason Ford. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, All right. This is fucking terrible. Yeah, I don't care. It's so generic. 
I don't know that it's generic. I don't think it sounds like anything else, but... Yeah, unfortunately, it's up against not much of a winner, so... Okay, yeah. number four in, 20, in 1994. The whispers in the morning. Oh, shit. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> this is going to be a toughie. I think I'm voting for 2014 just for the just for the nature of it. Who is this singing? Celine effing Dion. Oh, okay. 2014 it is for me. Yeah, 2014. Just I heard who it was. It's, yeah, it's all dude. three of us voted for Jason Derulo and Two <laughs> Chains. The best of the worst. God. So I really feel like entries. as as bad as that one is, I feel like this one's probably the next one's pretty parallel too, because I like this. I like certain things that this artist does, but I don't like this one at all. Number three. You know what? Start it again. God. God. <laughs> it's like. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I want to pull that. Yeah. <laughs> Juicy J. Worst name ever. Let's rage. Squirter? <laughs> oh, this is a real song to rage to. Let's rage and then go two beats a minute. It's a, yeah. She's putting on some really horrible music, so. I, I liked the other one. You like Roar? Oh, pretty what was the one before that? Roar. Wait a minute. Oh, okay. I don't think I like that one. I don't know. From what I've heard, it's it seemed like there was another one before that that was decent. Doesn't seem as catchy as their previous stuff. Yeah, I'm not a fan of this song at all. It sounds like something Death Club would kick on after midnight. Yeah, pretty much. And it's a real beating with maybe a little bit more beats, like a yeah, exactly. mixed in with it. The remix would happen after midnight. Sure, yeah. sure. I am a hot piece of ass. <laughs> right. So I don't club know Mark. what that has to do with Mark, but whatever. <laughs> Let me dance with the club. <laughs> Take out my shirt, so, oil up. My FICO scores. Number three scores and from my, my planes made of uh, oh iPads. My <laughs> planes made of iPads. I make more than. Well. <laughs> the crowd clapping. It's a, yeah. You guessed this artist earlier. Phil Phillips. No, not Stone Phillips. Whitney Houston? No. Oh, uh, Mariah Carey. Oh, we said it at the same time. Oh. I think the only song I heard I ever liked was that one she did with Twist the Man. Which I can't think of the name you've of it. You've heard all of one for Christmas. That version she did that? No, I didn't like that. Well, I'm saying, oh, I think that's the only song you've heard of. The best version of that is that little girl on uh, Love Actually. Okay, so there you go. Oh, that's not cool. Mark? Why, why is the list getting shittier as we I don't get higher know. on it? I don't know. 1994 is apparently bad. You're from music. Jeez. Well, it had a couple good songs. Yeah, a couple, but I'm saying in general, out of 10. So, Mark? I'm going to go with 94. Terrible choice. Dustin. God. So hard to choose between those two. It's pretty rough. Steaming pieces of shit. It's pretty rough. Since I've never liked anything that I can recall, at least, of Katy Perry, I guess I'll go with Mariah Carey. Terrible. And you're going with... 
Yes. Mariah Perry. Nope, and we are all tied up at two good Woo! to go. This may not be the greatest topic ever. But... <clears throat> all right, let's go for number two. Number two. Number two. Of 2014. Two, two, two. Also recorded on Victrola. John Legend. I really like this dude. I've listened to more and more of him lately. He's really good. <laughs> what was that? It's Mark. I barely heard. He's been whistling. <laughs> the song is super sappy, but it's good. Though. I like it though. It's really good. I like John Legend a lot. I haven't like. He is super sappy. Song, that's what he does. Yeah. I mean, he's a sort of neo printer. Don't recall ever hearing the song. It's. Came out a couple months ago, I think. But yeah. it's generically okay, in my opinion. It's fine. From what I've heard of him, I, I like him a lot. I haven't do- Dovin divined. It would have beat several of the other songs that were lower on the list. No question. All right, so number two from nineteen and ninety four on the breaker. Marcus, are they shouting my name? No. Yes. Yes. No, they're not. Yes. Mark. Yes. Mark. Yes. The Mark. The Mark. They're really not. This I don't is, even care who this is. This is R. Kelly, Bump and Grind. Yeah, no wonder We're, it sucks. Was this when he was peeing on teenagers or before he peed on teenagers? I don't or? know. That was teenagers cheering him at the beginning. So. Only like one R. Kelly song ever, so I'm not surprised that one's terrible. Is that Confessions? No. Ignition. Confessions Mark, was not even an R. Kelly. Mark, did you uh, go for 2014 as well with the John Legend? Yes, I will definitely I go with 2014. That was fucking terrible. All right. All this time, we come to number one on the list. Number one. Wow. Are we tied up or are we... Uh... Uh, no. Now, uh, 2014 is <clears throat> ahead by three. Ooh, uh, I think 2014 might win. Maybe. Maybe, about guys. That. It's going to win. <laughs> Maybe. Spoiler. Thomas hates all 94, remember? Not all, but definitely the top one on this list. It's the worst flaming piece of shit ever. Well, we'll probably love it. You probably will, because you're both idiots. Plus, this song is freaking awesome. It's got a very uh, throwback soul vibe to it. It's a really awesome video, too. You should watch it sometime. This is a guy who's who's a producer for a really long time, and then at like forty, I think he is right now, like had his second coming and And he bought an Arby's hat. Second coming and actually just getting out there and doing it himself. What'd you say? So then he bought an Arby's an Arby's hat and then he became famous. That's what happened. (laughs) I wonder if that Arby's hat led to an uptick in sales for Arby's. Might have probably. This is one small part of the Oscars I actually watched was his performance, and it was pretty good. I didn't see it. I need to go back and watch it, obviously. He's a hit machine. Yeah. It's pretty good. This The video is really cool, too. I, watch it I don't care about that, so. but the song's good. 1994. Now, 
Let's see what uh, Thomas describes as the worst piece of shit ever. And here is where you recognize it right now. Oh, I celebrated their entire back catalog. I recognize it from the first beat. Oh, yeah! It almost fit. Oh my god! Not gonna lie. Does it hold up now, though? Do you still like it? Still, I still I'm enjoying it right it. now. I'm, oh my god! I'm actually. I'm gonna go 94. I'm feeling it. Of course you are. Well, luckily you're both. Let's just go out with the song. What are the final tallies? So 2014 wins by two. Okay. 16 to four. I don't know. 1994 16 to 4 16 to 14 excuse uh, okay. me <laughs> <laughs> how does that work 16 to 14 it also had uh, four different times it had all three of us voting for that song as opposed to 94 two, did two times 94 uh, had two times so is that a first that uh, the modern decade won it's gotta uh, be we've yeah, done country maybe when we went against Bruce Springsteen it won because we used to do against uh, artists top hits like did random stuff like that so I think yeah. the modern day stuff beat that it's definitely since the reboot when we've done these things because it's always been way skewed the other way. I think I like sure. the varied artist a little more than the single artist personally. But the what? Sure. Having a variety of artists from which to uh, listen. Like sure. on one album? Instead is of that just doing saying? one artist? No, no. He's saying comparing yours comparing, opposed to comparing oh, your yes. versus an artist. Yeah. Yeah, that's too specific. Yeah. It's just, just a bit we used to do. Who cares? Yeah. I'm not saying we can't do it again. I just prefer the two. It's just what I prefer. So, yeah. So, so we all three voted for the US3 Candeloupe song. <laughs> And then the salt and pepper, what a man! And really, I only voted for that because the I just that let it go song sounds awesome. I mean, it's good. It just it's not as it's just not as catchy. It's more dramatic and stuff. Uh, then we all voted for Lord and Bastille and Jason Derulo and Two Chains over oh, Celine God. Dion. That well, was, it was over Celine Dion. Which pile of, pile of shit do you want to yeah. put and your then, flag in? And then uh, we all voted for John Legend over R. Kelly. All right. So. 16 to 14, 2014 takes it. Coming up after the break on news, some disturbing findings at Harvard University. Teach me how to breastfeed. Teach me, teach me how to breastfeed. Teach me how to breastfeed. We are taking a break to squeeze a boob into a bucket with a can of Rotel. While we're doing that, call 469-665-9827 or Skype us at break room and leave a voicemail. The next time your kids watch videos, watch your kids. Their imaginations could be going right down the tube. Which is why Viewmaster created Kid Songs Videos. Hey kids, come on over, I'll show you how to play the spoon. They're exciting original musical productions that encourage kids to sing along, to dance along. In fact, kid songs are so much fun, you'll want to collect them all. Kid Songs Videos from Viewmaster, because they are what they watch.
Hi, I'm small business owner Adam Carolla. I'm standing in my studio. I built this studio. Actually, we all kind of built this studio because you guys supported me and my podcast, and we started a nice small business with a handful of friendly employees who aim to please. Unfortunately, they're guys called patent trolls. What do they do? Honestly, I still don't know. They buy up patents and then they use them to get money out of businesses. And in this case, a podcast, a small podcast. Well, normally people settle up with these guys because it's so expensive to fight these guys in court. Well, guess what? We're going to circle the wagons, band together, and come out throwing punches. Here's my plan. We all band together, all the podcasts, because remember, if I go down, well, then your favorite podcast is going down next, and we're going to all fall like dominoes. But if we all unify and stand and fight together, we can beat the trolls. But we can't do it alone. We need your support. Go to fundanything.com forward slash patent troll Let's smash the trolls. Can anything up the animal? The animal. It's a big, powerful four by four. But when the going gets tough, it bears its claws to climb over anything that gets in its way. The animal. The animal. Can anything stop? The animal, the animal, the its way to the top. The animal, each sold separately, batteries not included. New from Galoob. Live from the break room towers overlooking the banks of the body-filled Trinity River, this is KTBR Eyewitness News, with your anchor Dirty Dirty Dustin, investigative reporter Mark the Bus Hudson, and Thomas the Tank with Animal Sports. And now the seven-time Sasquatch Award winner for his reports on the sex lives of amputee Conestoga giraffes, here is Dirty Dirty Dustin. This is Mark Hudson and Dustin Taylor. Hey, hey, hey. And Thomas the Tank on Animal Sports. Thomas did witness some animal sports this week. He did. Maybe we'll get a report yes. about it at the, uh, <laughs> in the sports segment. We can go to sports first if you'd like. Let's go to the sports desk. Uh, Saturday, we witnessed some animals riding around on skis. Awesome. I love that. Give us a little more That's about all I got. Details? What are the details? What, what kind of animals were they? What kind of animals were they? Yeah. There were some squirrels. There was, I believe it was a raccoon. Were they... Just doing that, or did they like get on bikes, or did they? They get were on just riding else? around on skis on the water. Just skis on the water. Yeah. Mm. Okay. How does that even happen? Who knows? I don't know. Uh, that that would be something that you would have to get into in your I deep don't. investigative reporting. I don't have deep. I'm not a deep investigative reporter. I'm a sports no, that's animal, true. Sports Casuals, reporter. animal sports reporter. That's true. You would hand over your animal sports investigative reporting to Mark, since true. he's the investigative reporter. <laughs> you, you focus on the surface of it. <laughs> So this week we apparently had a uh, finale of some show called How I Met Your Mother. I guess it ran Never a heard few years on. We did on one of the major okay, networks. Don't, or something. I, I don't as know. one of the, as one of the two people in the show that actually watched it, you can't say you never heard of it. Uh, you know who knows what it is, but anyway, apparently it starred some people, and uh, it, then it starred ended. some people. So there you go. Then it oh ended. Goodness, it, you make it sound like the ending was quick when in fact it was nine full <laughs> seasons. Was it nine? I thought it was ten. Nine. Whatever wow. it was. Long time. Nine seasons. 
this uh, particular finale seems to have really polarized people. Um, As finales tend to do, it I seems saw, like. Well, it depends. I don't think the Six Feet Under finale did that. I think almost. I don't know. There's not. A, there's, there wasn't enough following when that act show actually uh, ended to be able to tell. It had a pretty decent following at the time. Everybody loved it. I bet <laughs> you're wrong about that. No. I we'll bet go, compa- we'll in comparison it. to shows now. Like Breaking Bad or shoot, How I Met Your Mother. I bet it was you think really nobody really watched small. shows in 05? No, I'm saying not as many people did. This Absolutely. is the longest show ever. I don't know about that. Well, we can examine. Are you being that. serious? Yeah, people watching TV back. Yes, in people, but but HBO was not the. It wasn't that kind of the, what it is now. Those kind no. of premium channel dramas were not anywhere near as big back then. Sopranos had already started at that point. Sure, but and that was so only that the first of, in a lot of momentum. In a lane. Sure, but still. I don't know. Sopranos is talked about way more than that show Compared is. to Breaking Bad, probably not, because Breaking Bad is on AMC, and AMC seems to get killer ratings with their top shows versus any HBO show, quite frankly. Yeah, uh, I don't understand that one. But Even whatever. Game of Thrones, I'm sure, gets less than Walking Dead. I don't know how much less, but I know it gets less. If that's true, that is the most preposterous thing I've Walking ever Walking Dead, the finale got $16 million. Yeah. Which is a... For this day and time... And what did the ludicrous. season three... By comparison, does anybody know what the season three finale got for... Uh, uh, I don't Game of Thrones Don't have that information I don't know That would require investigation Nobody could ever know that <laughs> well, so uh, Hand that over to the Mark. investigative reporter You but, have two uh, seconds Fail So basically I went ahead and pulled up Two different reviews of this One that liked it And one that didn't like it uh, Apparently Entertainment Weekly Actually enjoyed it Because uh, they called it uh, Their headline wait a minute, was wait, 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 wait. Can we do the one that didn't enjoy it first? The ratings for the final like episode of season I would three of Game of Thrones was 5.39 million. Okay, so oh my god, got dwarfed less than a third. But they do have the benefit of that's a pay channel. Not as people, many people, and HBO Go, <laughs> HBO Go <laughs> was not used as much then. Sure, I mean, it's really AMC, game on ground the last year. Does AMC have a nifty app as well for their? No. Okay, that's what I'm saying. But it's also a basic cable channel. AMC is yeah. That's well, not it's, a premium channel? It? It's not premium, no. It's not I a paid not. channel. I thought cable, it became it. premium as soon as they started having premium mm. shows on it. <laughs> if <laughs> it was, then you probably okay, should well, be. Okay, well, then that makes sense a little bit. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway, continue, okay. Dustin. Uh, this review is from uh, the Washington Compost. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> That's the name of it? Apparently, they did not enjoy... It's the Washington Post. I got it. Uh, apparently, they did not enjoy this at all, um, along with several other reviews, but I figured I'd pick a... You know, standard publication that has actually, I guess, has some credibility in general. Um, it said, uh, sure, if you're a "Let's lib. go." Don't don't like pile it all together. Let's go line by line if we can, as much as we can. Well, it's quite lengthy, so I'm going to go ahead and pull the ones point together. by point. Sure. Don't just like ramble on about all of the points. Uh, basically, it said the finale betrayed the series ideals. That's the headline. Based um, on, well, that's what I'm going to get to here. Let's go. Uh, so the finale of How I Met Your Mother had the same problem the show has always had. It privileged gimmicks over its emotional core and Ted's cheap childish obsession with Robin over the more adult vision of romance and marriage that it did so much to build. That was their first point. Uh, and the worst part of that lapse is that How I Met Your Mother squandered what, over the course of nine seasons, had proven to be a remarkable capacity for real feeling and clear-eyed thinking about the compromises and unexpected vic- victories of adult life. Any thoughts on those comments? Uh, I guess I could see that. I don't... I don't agree with that at all. Well, I, for me, I would say everybody I saw, I figured from the beginning all the way through when I stopped watching in season seven, which was when Barney and her started getting together, I think, that they were still going to end up together in the end. I always had that feeling. That Ted and, Ted uh, and Robin. Robin were? Yeah. See, I got past it. And that was the hardest thing for me continuing to watch this show over and over is that they continued 
I'm not kidding you. There was at least 15 will they, won't they go back to type things. Between Ted even and though it seemed, yes, between okay. Ted and Robin, even though it seemed like they were already writing the story for Robin and Barney to end yeah. up together. And it does seem kind of, it was super, super played out. Yeah. But as I told someone else today at work that really had the negative reaction to it, I was like, but the way they ended it, there was a purpose behind all of it. I'm okay with it when the, cir- with the when the circle was completed all the way because yeah. that's the whole point of the story is that regardless they end up together at the very at the end. Well, like, I do applaud them for they the they had that scene written the very last scene they had that written when they shot the pilot. Sure, absolutely, obviously because yeah. they have the kids from right. nine years ago. So I applaud them talk for about sticking to their guns. So so the big cataclysmic cliff in this is that after we've spent all this time, I'm sure you've read this in these reviews, sure. after we spent all this time and we finally, the last episode of season 8, the very last scene you you see who is potentially the mother that you've right. heard talk about for <laughs> 8 seasons and in this, the, the ninth season is really bringing her in, it has to do a lot with most of the season is stupidly set in the same setting of Barney's wedding and there's flashbacks and all sorts of stuff and how she ran into everybody and how she's Anyway, in the last episode, in, in like in the last five minutes of the episode, you find out that she has died. Right. And the last two, the last two episodes are together, so it's like an hour long. And and Bob Saget, I'm pretty sure I need to go back and watch, but I'm pretty sure doesn't talk at all no, in that yeah, one. Which I was kind there's, of pissed off by. There's Ted talking, narrating all of a sudden. The guy who actually plays Ted, right, uh, is narrating now, and when it kind of comes to a close as far as the storyline uh, in, in the kind of in the past tense uh, it comes to the current tense and he's actually conversing with the daughter and son we've seen a bunch throughout the, the show yeah and they actually say like the, the big turn in this one is that you find out the, the mother died and they they don't spend almost any time on that whatsoever yeah which was kind of stupid in a way, but in, in another way, it's like they were wrapping it up, and they it, it was, and that's I think that's one of the big negative things too. I'm totally walking all over Dustin's segment here, reading articles and stuff, but I'm pretty sure that's one of the big negatives too. Is that we spent all this time in season nine. First of all, you spent eight seasons building up to meeting the mother, and then you spent all this time in season nine, and then they finally meet each other in the very last episode, so to speak. And then she dies in like half a yeah, second, and then it's moved on to... I, yeah. I was okay with it, because so much time has passed between them, even if it didn't pass on screen. I'll give you a little more of what they're saying here, because okay, they, yeah, they talk sorry. about the different characters in the actual storyline. Uh, they focus a lot on uh, Lily, Lillian Marshall. Yeah, uh, sure. They say Lillian Marshall were the core of the show that withstood the rise of the gimmicks and calls to suit up the increased prominence of bro codes and the constant circling back to old storylines. It's no mistake that Marshall and Lily, and Lily in particular, are the best part of How I Met Your Mother finale. Um, then it's funny. I feel like they leave Barney out in there. They say in Lily's... Uh, wait, where did it go here? Well, they don't like um, the bro code stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, th- suit up and all that stuff, that's Barney. Yeah. They, I'm just saying they seem to be focusing on the fact that their marriage is more uh, important and that... Uh, Marshall and Lily also made the case, one that conservatives often argue to be a greater part of our cultural conversation, that marriage is a place for which the work can happen from a place of strength. And then they go on to talk about, and, you know, obviously I don't know anything about any of these people, um, the fact that uh, the person Robin becomes after she and Barry divorce, though, is less appealing in reality than Ted's imagination. She fades away from the group rather than doing work of building friendships with Ted and Barney or adjusting her friendship with Lily to the way that both of their lives have changed. The sequence is a reminder that Robin has always been someone who ducked out of emotionally difficult situations, that she could be blunt and not particularly considerate, that she preferred her own convenience to other characters' comfort and emotional needs. 
that How I Met Your Mother brought Ted back to Robin underscores the show's commitment to shtick over character uh, over character on the level of both running jokes and big emotions. So that That's seems not, to be their big thing. It's not really true at all, though. The whole show is based on, and I just got through saying, like, there's been so many instances of will they, won't they, despite the fact that they had differences. Their major differences were she didn't want to get married, and she definitely didn't want to have kids. And at some point, probably you missed it, you find out that she can't have kids. Ah. So it kind of fits. Mm. And that's why it seems so easy to put her and Barney together, because Barney doesn't want to get married, Barney doesn't want kids, blah, 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 blah. Uh, but it always came back to one of the things in the second to last episode that you didn't see, because it was the actual marriage, they actually had the marriage, is that she had a locket from, I don't remember when, but she buried it somewhere, and then she went to try to find it and couldn't find it, and she wanted Barney to find it for her. That would prove that he was the man that would do anything. Ted went to a lot of extreme conditions to be able to find it and found it for her and gave it to her. And then before the wedding, she's like, how, how am I not supposed to be with you? Because you're the one that will go to any extreme. So it's, they always come back to that. Yeah. It frustrated me for a long time because I was like, can we please get over this? Mm-hmm. He obviously ends up with the mother, who is not Robin at this point. Right. I think- but, but the way they ended it, I really was okay with. Well, that was the whole intention. The whole time was... It wasn't going to work with Barney and, and her, yeah. despite the fact they've tried it now twice and it went through three years of marriage. Uh, and it came back to when the mother died. Six years after the mother had died, like he couldn't deny it. His kids were telling him, you can't deny it anymore. This isn't a story about how you met mom. They said it. This isn't a story about how you met mom. This is a story about how you fell in love with yeah, Robin. And that, I think that's where they a lot of people, and I can understand it, they feel like they're betraying the premise of the show. The, Maybe. the thing is called How I Met Your Mother, not sure. How I Met Your Mother and Then Banged Your Aunt. You know, not you know, <laughs> banged the ant long before. Well, I know, and after, but it just kind of feels like it's betraying the central premise of the story. I actually feel like I didn't dislike the ending; I enjoyed it, and I didn't feel like I'd missed anything in two or three seasons. But uh, I think the actual more mature ending would have been that Ted ends up with the proverbial mother, and Robin. He did though. I know, but I'm saying like without Robin, like Robin had to move on and realize she made a mistake. <laughs> she did. That's I what I'm know, saying. I know, I know, but and I'm then saying life gets in the way, and then that's it, and that's it in the story. See, but I, it's fine. I, I could have been fine with it either way. The, I was really okay with it. The positive review actually states that they feel like it would have been very boring had they just gotten together, and that would have been that the would have end, been the end and, of it. You know, that's a, that. that's the thing. I was kind of like halfway through the episode, I was like, okay, there's going to be some sort of twist here because it's just the way they're setting it up. I just have no idea what it was, and really, what it was. One of the things I didn't mention is Barney goes on a perfect month to where he yeah. sleeps with a girl every month. and Every, then, mu- every day for a month. Every day for a month. Wow. And on the 31st day, he gets a girl pregnant. And I thought that the twist was going to be that that 31st girl was Robin. And yeah, that somehow too. she had a kid, yeah. and that now they're back together, and blah, blah, blah. That uh, Methuselah came and healed her vagina. And there was a really it's... sweet, the sweetest scene possibly in the entire show was, he got up at one point and was like, I'm never going to be the person that marries a girl. I'm never going to be the guy that goes, that stands up to a girl, and he stands up to a girl and says, you are everything I want, and everything I am is totally for you. Well, and then when he has a kid, it's a girl, and he gets really emotional and says those words, <laughs> the same words to right. the kid. Well, Which then you'll really like, awesome. you probably totally agree and have kind of said a couple of things that they say here. Um, because obviously the Robin character was torn apart in the one that they didn't like. Who did this again? Um, Entertainment Weekly is the one who liked it. Oh, of course. Washington right. Post is the one yeah. that didn't. 
Um, it says, over nine years, Robin turned into so much more than just someone's dream woman. She became a flesh and blood person with skills. She's a cigar loving sharpshooter. Secrets, she was a Canadian team pop star. And sadness, she'll never be a pole vaulter. And even through her marriage to Barney, okay. ending after okay. just three years. Hang on, let me let me let me finish that real quick. The pole vaulter is what she told everyone when she couldn't have babies. She's like, what if you never wanted to be a pole vaulter, but then you found out one day that you didn't, you couldn't be. That's what that reference ah. is. That's funny. And even though her marriage to Barney ended after just three years, Robin learned to love and finally understood what she missed out with Ted. While she didn't interfere with Ted and Tracy's love story, she did painfully remove herself from the friend group when it became too hard to stand on the sidelines. Yes, so, and she did. And then she dies, and then six years later, I mean, the, the concept, it happens so fast on screen, I can yeah. definitely understand why people are like, we spent this entire season getting to know the mother and how yeah. they met, and then she's just gone, and he's back with her. I understand that, but if you put it in the context of the time they're trying to, even though I think it was really sandwiched together, yeah, and it well, all makes sense it to me. It all season. matters. spent the entire series looking sure, for that sure, one character. Sure. Right, and I think well, that's yes, but I mean, in. not really. Yes and no. Like, yeah, but that's you had no premise. idea when she was coming into the picture at all. Yes, that's the premise, but that's that's not what the show was really about. There were so many things over the course of the show that was like, and that was, and when Bob Saget says, and that would be the thing that changed my life forever. Like, and it was like, okay, well, it might they, have been the step to the next thing, but it wasn't like that was the thing. That my, it, my last thought is they should have had Bob Saget in there somewhere. Like he's either a random someone that they meet on the street, <laughs> somebody at the bar, or at the end, it's him meeting Robin and not Ted. It's him at the in in the in an AA meeting at the end of it. Yeah. Going, have you ever smoked dick for crack? <laughs> Since he was you know such a big part of the show and the voiceovers, he should have been there somehow. I, I don't care about that one bit. I think it would have been funny. Anyways, sure. I give it one thumb up. And one thumb, five eighths in your butt. Up. Or no, God, seriously, one thumb sideways. Stop. Okay, <laughs> jeez, it wasn't bad. I, I don't know. It could have been better. I think. But so, uh, was there any more from the positive article you wanted to read? I hope there was nah. nothing else you were wanting to cover in news today, other than how I met your mother. Because seriously, I could yeah. go on and on about. I, 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 wa- I literally watched it before I got in the shower to go to work this morning. Like I was like, sweet, I've got it. Should have watched it in the shower. Okay, I can't do it that. Been hot. For you? Absolutely. It was an hour long, so that would have been the longest shower I've ever had, maybe. Maybe. It's interesting that that's questionable. That would have been the longest shower you ever had. I don't think I've ever had an hour-long shower. <laughs> I'm pretty sure most places I've lived in my life that it would have been cold at some point in there, and I've been like getting the... This f- is the longest show ever. <laughs> okay, we're not that long yet. Calm it down. <laughs> we'll, we'll trim down a couple of these uh, So is there anything stories. else out of that episode, then, that you wanted to... No, nah, that was pretty much it. Okay, so I, think, I give it two thumbs up, absolutely. I think you guys pretty much covered everything that they didn't, so I think that handles Sorry. it. Sorry. Um, nah, it doesn't matter to me. I still don't know if I'll ever go back and watch it, but... Yeah, you uh, won't. We'll Look, see. Here's the thing. It's not great television by any stretch of the imagination. In the first episode, when when you find out there's a laugh track... Yeah. Uh, but I watched some shows that have laugh tracks. <laughs> yes, but that's terrible. There's plenty of terrible things about this. In fact, in the first couple of seasons, I would have said Ted and Robin were the weakest links. Like, the actors, I didn't think were great. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, I still feel like Ted was the weakest character on that show. Oh, I believe so, too, even though he's the main character. Yeah. Uh, I really felt for most of it that Marshall and Lily and Barney made the show for sure, but uh, but it's good television. It's not great. It's good as far as network comedies go. It was good. It went too long, but at the same time, it's really sad to see the last. I'm ready episode. for another new sitcom that I really like. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. <sighs> Modern Family is the only other one I'd watch now. And it's gosh, I haven't caught it's not up as on good that as it used to time. be. No, no. It's, not. it's still a decent. Co- it's still it's a decent. decent sitcom, but it's not what it used to be. It's not near what it used to be. 
Oh, yeah. So moving along from that, um, apparently there was uh, an issue in Guadalupe, California, with a man that uh, got swept out to sea during a beach baptism. Whoa. <laughs> Mark? God. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Why is that funny? He, he hates all Christians. Uh, yeah. Rescuers have ended their search for a 43-year-old man swept out to sea during a baptism ceremony on a Southern California beach. The U.S. Coast Guard says the search was called off about midnight Sunday, and there are no plans to resume it. A wave pulled three people into the ocean about 10 a.m. off Rancho Guadalupe Dunes uh, Preserve, and only two managed to return to the shore on their own. Pastor Cervantes of Jesus Christ Light of the Sky Church <laughs> says his cousin, Benito Flores, was helping a form a baptism when he was swept away. Uh, Fire Captain uh, David Sadecki said Monday that it would be difficult for anyone to survive more than 30 minutes in the cold water. So I guess he has been swept away to heaven at this point, unfortunately. Why would you get in waters that it would be difficult to survive more than 30 minutes in? I don't know. I feel like they could baptize people in other ways. Especially like, do yeah. it in the church. Like Plenty Mark of other did. ways. Did they say if they were strong swimmers or not? Cause did you do it in the church, Mark? I did. Oh. And I also got baptized. He did it in the baptismal water. He pulled Pastor Pinchy in with him. <laughs> Again, a joke for three. Pastor Pinchy. Good God. Put a passionate beach-style make-out session in the baptismal water. It was, uh, <laughs> it was really odd for everyone sitting around really... watching it. Uh. <laughs> Pastor Pinchy. <laughs> Dreamweaver kicked on, and there was a lot of splashing going on. It was God. crazy. God, that is a phrase I have not heard in many, many years. So, have you guys been rejected from jobs? You applied, didn't get the job sure, you wanted. All the time. I think we've all we've all experienced that in our life. Sure, sure. Thomas is you know wanted by fifty companies at this point, but I'm sure at times up. things have happened where you anti-quality Thomas over here gets uh, three job offers in a week. <laughs> he doesn't put that in the resume. They don't find that out until he gets hired. Why am I anti-quality? <laughs> Not anti quality. I don't even know what that means. You're anti equality. <laughs> I'm not anti equality either. The certain comment uh, about a certain CNN anchor. <laughs> I just made a not so politically correct assessment. <laughs> Fair enough. Because we know Mark just speaks some politically correct I know. all the time. What the heck? All the time. Well, this guy, uh, Jervons Brown, decided not that he, a real was, name. he was really upset about it, so he decided to send... Is there uh, an apostrophe before the S? There's not, actually. He decided to send uh, cat shit to companies that didn't hire him. Yeah, not a bad idea. <laughs> not going to get you hired anywhere. 58-year-old St. Louis man decided to let his prospective employer know how he felt about sending them packages of cat poop via his U.S. mail, Associated Press uh, stated. This is not a victimless crime. <laughs> Assistant U.S. Attorney General Don... Bodenhausen said on in court Friday. Bodenhausen later clarified that the victims affected including included postal workers, people whose mail was adjacent to Brown's packages, and the employees who received the cat poop, according to the St. Louis Post Dispatch. Oh my God! How did, did he put his address on the things? On uh, the packages? It doesn't say he did, so I don't know how they tracked him down. Maybe he claimed. Maybe he claimed it. He got two years probation for doing that. So. Is it worth it? Seems like a little years much. probation. Does seem like a lot for sending yeah. cat shit. Yeah, seems maybe I don't know. It need to maybe be a small fine. I don't know. To be worth it to me, it'd have to have an explosive in it so that the cat shit explosive exploded diarrhea. up onto the non-prospective employer. I guess at that point, uh, I would say they're probably non. That would be awesome. Non-prospective employer at that point. Well, I mean, obviously they are already. 
That is true. If he didn't have a hard time finding a job already, he's definitely going to have one hard time now. That Aren't you the guy that... Yes. Point. Yes, I am. Are you the cat shit guy? <laughs> no, sorry. All full up here. The cat shit non-prospect? <laughs> exactly. And finally, the creepy Harvard story. Creepy? Creepy. Uh, apparently, Harvard has discovered that three of its library books are bound with human flesh. Human flesh. <laughs> the, uh, outside of the books. A few, years, a few years ago, three separate books were discovered in Harvard University's library that had particularly strange-looking leather covers. Upon further inspection, it was discovered that the smooth binding was actually human flesh. In one case, skin harvested from a man who was filleted alive. Filleted alive? Filleted alive. Oh, filleted. Just like I said. As it turns out, the practice of using human skin to bind books was actually pretty popular in the 17th century. So, It's from the 17th century? Apparently so. It's the Necronomicon. What the heck do they do to it to make it not rot? Uh, it looks pretty rotten well, to me, like, but, you know, it's, it's like, when it's you, like uh, a leather book, I'm assuming. Yeah. You dry out the skin, like skin. and dry it out. It's like yeah, when, I guess so. Oh, that's gross. Yeah, it is pretty gross. So, so would you buy they, a, skimmin, a, skin, uh, skimmin. a skin book, Mark? Absolutely. Why wouldn't you? Is there any reason not to? Uh, I don't know. It's made of human skin. If that freaks you out. Not really. I just will gain its power and take the world over. According to the director of the university library, there might even be more of these creepy flesh books out there. So Flesh books? <laughs> Sounds like an accompaniment with a fleshlight <laughs> or something like that. They didn't give you one of those? Buy now! <laughs> and we'll throw in this fresh flesh book! <laughs> they're, apparently they're talking about perhaps getting rid of those books. You think? Perhaps? I bet somebody, I bet before that happens, somebody will steal it and then sell it off to some private collector or something like that. I would assume so. I mean, it's been there since the 17th century. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> I bet there were plenty of people that actually knew it's it. It's really interesting. What are the books about? Did it say it that? It didn't say what they were. It just said Very three. curious to know what they're about. We'll see if we can get you. Genitalia. Could be. <laughs> could be genitalia. <laughs> genitalia studies of the 17th century. What a boring book to be about Paul, Paul R. Nelson. <laughs> yeah, they knew no about kidding. it in the 17th century. Especially for the se- <laughs> <laughs> They knew it would be a failed political candidate <laughs> in the future. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Out, go, out, out, go, out. Well, thanks for listening to The Break Room. Another episode, episode 205? Seven. I am a Seven. hot piece of ass. Some episode that you just listened 207. to. 207. I mean, I might be, like, divorced three times by this point. Next week, uh, we are taking a little field trip to the Conan O'Brien show. Conan. And we will be on hand in this break room tower to report what is happening tomorrow night. It's actually tomorrow to pull the curtain all the way back. But we'll talk about it next week. We'll be reporting live from the break room tower from last week and now and then. But then. then. When will then be now? Tomorrow. Out, go out. Uh, And. uh, Maybe we'll see uh, Conan and Andy about town, but I doubt it. Probably not. Uh, Hey. Our JFK reporter, Julie. She did run into Andy Richter. She met Andy Richter, yeah. There you go. And, uh, yeah, so in uh, Thumbs for you, we're talking about Captain America, and that's all we need to really know. I think we're right getting now. close to the Zed year date Captain America, uh, Walking Dead, no, Walking Dead, uh, Justified, Justified House and House of Cards. And turn. Uh, call us 469-665-9827. Out, go out. Break Show, gmail.com. You can Skype us out, at Break Room. It's one word, Break Room. Uh, go to net for all of your Pop Syndicate needs. Out, go out. Gasoline, high five. TV has the links for you to subscribe to the show, and please subscribe to that show, and then please go to iTunes and leave us a rating or review. We'd really appreciate it. And as always, please tell a friend.
We'll see you guys next week on episode 215. 208. We'll see you guys. 208 two, is next week. This is Mark not drinking. <laughs> yeah. I know. I'll get better when I drink. Our, our, you sound more sober when you drink. There. 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 Plus one, four six nine, six six five, nine eight two seven. Plus one, four six nine, six six five, nine eight two seven. It's a slim, thick pinball. The break room. And remember, the break room. Triangle of excellence. Mark the Buzz Hudson. Thomas the Tank. Dirty, dirty Dustin. This program was presented by Breakroom.tv and PopSyndicate.net. And as always, Gumshoes. The Breakroom is bankrolled by the Gasoline High Five Company and viewers like you.